What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Health Talk Radio. We are at episode 14, Paul. Episode 14? Yeah, it hasn't even felt like there's been 14. Interesting. No, I I didn't think it was that many, but, you know. Yeah, this one I'm really, really excited about, even though most people probably aren't excited about starting over, but we're going to talk today about starting over people who fall off and get back on who are that on that vicious, you know, whether that's uh, yo-yo dieting or, you know, I'll start Monday, but Monday never comes. We're going to talk to the people today on how to effectively start over for the last time. And I'm really, really excited because at the end of the day, we both know this is more of a mental battle than anything else, right, Paul? You've coached and coached and coached. Yep. Is it more, isn't this more of a mindset shift and a mindset thing than anything else yeah i think i think it's only a mindset thing you know so long as you're physically capable if you're talking about you know you you fell off your training program or you know whatever else it is as long as you're physically capable of exercise of activity um then it's always about the mindset as to whether or not you go to do the activity do you go to the gym or do you go to the surfing or whatever it is you do because, you know, that that battle of um, conversation in your head is w- what's going to end up winning. And if your battle is, actually, I'm quite happy here on the sofa with my popcorn and my Ben and Jerry's, then that's where you're going to be. So it's definitely a mental thing. Yeah, and, and I agree with you. I think the first thing that I want to talk about today on this episode is is really bringing some awareness as to why right? Why do people fall off? And I think the one thing that I want to mention here before we get started is people say, you know, I've got to start over. You don't have to start over. You were born and life started. You die and life ends, right? So you didn't start over. This is a journey. This is a process. This is an experience, an exploration. And yeah, you do take steps back and you do take steps forward, but you're aren't starting over. And I think that's really, really like, that's a paradigm shift that I want everybody to understand. You're not starting over. You've just taken some steps back and now it's time to get back on. So in your experience, Paul, why do you think people continuously fall off and start again and go from diet to diet and play that yo-yo dieting game? Um, I, I agree with you that you don't fall off. I agree with you. It's an ongoing process. <clears throat> but I think the reason people struggle is because they've got the wrong motivation behind it. You know, the, the purpose of it is just wrong from the get-go. And, the you know, it, it might be that I need to get a six-pack or I need to lose the weight because then I'll get the girlfriend or, you know, whatever it is. But it's it's never what it should be, which is, how do I enjoy my life as much as possible? How do I lead this happy, fulfilling life and incorporate all of the elements that that needs, right? Which is how do I be as healthy as possible in a way that isn't getting on a program. It's about, it's what I just do. It's my life. It's the lifestyle. Because then you don't fall off a bit, right? And people will fall off of something if it's, the, if the end goal is the target, mm-hmm. right? If the yeah. end goal is the target, you mm-hmm. will fall off at some point. If if you're if you're daily, you know, living your life every day 
happy, fulfilling life and, and appreciating life and doing all the things that make you feel amazing every day is the process, then there is no target at the end for you to aim for because you're doing it every day. I love that. I'm really glad you started here because in my experience, it's the same thing. The people that come to me that want to look good and it's all about surface, it's all about abs, it's all about a big yep. booty or whatever it is that you want, right? Those people tend to fail way more frequently than somebody comes to me and says, look, man, I just need to get healthy. I'm going to focus on my health. I'm going to get healthy for me, but not just for me. I'm going to get healthy for my kids. And then we anchor it into family and kids. And usually it's those people that are most successful. Yeah, because the reasons are there. You know, it's easy for me to eat ice cream at night and, you know, Pop-Tarts in the day or whatever it is. Um, but if I want to do that and be an example to my children and, you know, leave something for them to work mm -hmm. with when I go, then that isn't great. No, that's not a great example. That's not a great thing to show them. So it's a lot easier for me with the right motivation. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to show you, you know, what it's like when you eat a pear or when we look at, you know, food from this pr process. Something that I'm trying to do a lot with, with a lot of kids at the moment is from a very young age, like two, three years old, because they do understand the concept is if you eat these foods, you will be happy and laughing and running around and have a lovely time. If you eat these foods, you will be sad and grumpy and annoyed and shouting and not happy. And that's it. Just know that. All I, all I want you to know, which ones do you want to choose? Well, I want to choose these ones. Okay, fine. <clears throat> because that's clearly what, what happens, right? So, and, and that's not, and obviously it's lovely for kids to understand that, but the reason is only just so they have an understanding from a very young age that what they eat has an effect on their mood, on their health, on their outcome of the day. You know, is that, it, 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 and we don't, we were never told, told that. Never. I, certainly, no. I certainly wasn't as a kid. No. And so getting were people you, So were you not, you, you, weren't, you weren't raised with, I mean, obviously you've, you've got just an amazing understanding. You are, I mean, call them, you know, guru, health hack. I mean, I could, I mean, there's a lot of labels that we can give you that you've, sort of acquired over time through your experience and your love for this. So, but, but taking, taking us back to when you were a child, this wasn't, you weren't spoon fed this information. Your mom didn't share this with you. Did, did you grow up eating unhealthy foods? Yeah, absolutely. So, mm -hmm. so, I mean, if, if you take my example, it's probably a bad one, but born in the sixties, right. When there was no real understanding about health or exercise or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And then the seventies, was a, in the UK anyway, was a decade of just, you know, everyone smoked, everyone would drink, mm -hmm. food was just what it was, not a lot of money around. So you just ate what you got, whatever was cheap. And there was no correlation between what you eat and what it does for you. Mm -hmm. And in, in the mid seventies, I was extremely overweight. I'm, there's, there's a picture of me somewhere at 11 years old. I don't know if the picture still exists, but I remember it vividly where I was standing on a on a balcony in Vancouver with swimming shorts on and, and just this big fat thing. And I remember looking at that and just thinking, wow, do I really look like that? And um, but there was there was nothing done about it. And then um if I speak to my mother now, who's 84 and still alive, 
which is lovely. She still has no understanding of it. <laughs> she still isn't going to be able to tell me what's right or wrong. So, so I wasn't brought up in 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 that because it just wasn't around in those days. Sure, sure. It wasn't it wasn't a thing. But what's happened very interestingly is we've gone past that through the 80s and Jane Fonda and all that kind of thing. And then, like we've said before on the show, right, we got this internet boom of YouTube and and all that kind of jazz where it's all promoting the aesthetics and you've got to push your body to the, the nth degree to get the low body fat and all that kind of stuff, which we know is bad for you and unsustainable. But that became the goal for everyone. Yeah, that becomes – that's almost the epitome of health. Right. Like if people well, are looking at that, that's the concept. Right, right, right. The concept, the concept, not it's really not the epitome of health, although we tend to look at a Victoria's Secret model or a Kelvin Klein model. Right. And we're like, man, that is health. That is how I want to look until we look under the hood and we see, oh, gosh, wow, that person is starving themselves, is on a starvation diet, is training and causing tons of stress on their body. Gosh, that really isn't the epitome of health. Yeah, no, well, and and the, the challenge we've got nowadays is getting people to change that understanding or that perception because they are still, you know, given huge amounts of um, uh, information that's very compelling. Mm-hmm that tells you, no, that is the right way to be. You know, um, uh, who's the parent company? Was it Abercrombie & Fitch that um, always had the models on the uh, the front of the house, front of the shop, and they had the top off the guys, and they're all sitting there Could with... The, there's a ton one, of them. Express one of the, comes one of to mind. Ones, right? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Abercrombie and whatever, right? And the, and, um, but those models were naturally like that, most of them. Mm-hmm. But here's the problem... There is a percentage of people that naturally do look like that. Mm-hmm. Now, that has got no correlation to health. Now, there's plenty of people with a six-pack that die of a heart attack. So you have to understand that when um, social media is able to bring that image of a very small percentage of people to the masses mm-hmm. and then tell you subconsciously that if you want to be happy and look like this, uh, 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 happy in your life, you need to look like this, but they're not saying that actually this is a very, very small percentage of people and realistically you're never going to achieve that unless you do something quite unhealthy, then people believe that's achievable. That, that's the way I should wake up looking like that. Mm-hmm. And it's trying to get them to really stop thinking about it in that way now. It's enough. Yeah. We've done that. Let's think about how do we achieve our health? Because once you do that on a daily basis, there's nothing to fall off because you're just doing it. And then you can get on with the rest of your life and actually enjoy right. it. Yeah. So so first step is like, how are you framing health? How are you looking at health? Is it a means to an end, right? I am working on my health to get my six pack. Once I get my six pack, that's it, right? Because if you're framing it in a way where it's about your looks and it's about aesthetics, then that's just a means to an end, right? There's an end point and it's like, okay, once I achieve this, then I'm good, I'm healthy, which is not the case. So I think the first thing is, you know, I'm looking at health. these- Mike, huh? I don't think health's got anything to do with it. Right. They're, right, not, you're they're right. not trying to get the health. They're not trying to get the six pack for the health. They're saying, once I get the six pack, then I'll be happy. Sure. Because, sure. because then people will, people will comment mm-hmm. on the way I look and tell me how amazing I look and I'll feel better about myself. Yes. Yeah. But so, so, when, so we're saying, yeah. But, but here's the problem mm-hmm. when you realize it's not sustainable, 
And even when you get there, two things. You get there, you've got the six-pack, and someone comes up to you and goes, oh, man, you look amazing. What normally is the reply? Well, getting there. Yes. Not oh, even, my gosh. Not, oh, not, my gosh. You're not even accepting the compliment for what it is because you're not, you don't have the self-esteem and the self-value to go, yeah, I actually, I do look great. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not even getting the happiness when you get there because it's not within your capability to accept that love, to accept mm-hmm. that, that compliment. So, so true. So, so true. And, I, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm I've done this. I, I am a living oh, yeah. proof yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah. yeah. But then what, what's worse is that you hit the six pack and then you realize it's not sustainable. And then you put on a little bit more weight and now you don't have the six pack and you don't have the compliments. Not you. And can, you feel, yeah. So then it, then it's not that you can accept them anyway. Right. Right. And, and, and now life's gone to real crap. Right. Because none of it's worked. And I just spent the last 12 months dieting and training my butt oh, off my just to go to spring bake. And now Ooh. I feel like crap as well. And, I've got to get back on the treadmill. I've got to get back on the on the program, like like you're saying about falling off, because that's the thing I need to do. You know mm-hmm. why? Because there was no happiness last time, no happiness in the process because it's right. miserable, and no happiness in the outcome because if you said I'm getting there, you weren't able to accept the the compliment because you knew, you know why you couldn't accept it because you knew that's not the real you. You knew this is not. Except, uh, uh, sustainable. Oh my gosh, Paul. You, you, you I hope knew. The listeners are, I, I hope they're taking this in because this is like mic drop, like <laughs> this is like deep, like hit them right between the eyes type shit. Yeah, because you it's knew true. it's not. It's truth. It's oh, truth. Yeah. Exactly. It's truth. Yeah. So one of the quotes that always stuck out for, for me, and, and I can't remember who said this, but the bigger the reason, the bigger the result. Have you heard that before? Right? Um, I may have. I mean, but it sounds plausible. Right. The bigger the reason. Right. If your reason is just to pack a a six pack of abs. okay. If the reason is getting healthy to avoid disease, living a long time and setting an example for your kids. Right now, all of a sudden we have two different North Stars. Which one of those which one of those do you think is a better anchor? Right. So in my mind, step one, because I really want to lay this out for people so that they can get this information and not have to play the game, not have to 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 jump off and jump on and jump off and jump off uh, on only to be miserable in this entire process and how they look, become depressed, overeat, get diabetes, live a shorter life than they're supposed to. Right. Like so if I'm putting this in sort of stages, first things first is how are you looking at this? How are you framing this? What lens are you looking at your health through? Is it aesthetics? Or are you looking to get healthy so you can live a long, vibrant life free of the pills, the potions, the wheel, like all of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think even before that, it has to be people to understand that you have to have a a reason why. Go back to episode one, right? What's most important to you about your health? Mm-hmm. why is that important to you why is that important to you and you come down to the fact that you know i don't feel good about myself and therefore i want to be i want to make sure that i do the things that give me my value and show other people i've got value and that's different for everybody but once you have a very compelling understanding of why you're doing it not the not the the top line you know, surface stuff, which is like, oh yeah, I just, I just want to be healthier, or when I go on holiday, I just don't want to have to worry about putting a bathing suit on. 
It's about what's the real underlying driver. Like you say, it could be kids, could be being an example, could be the fact I never want to be in a hospital or, you know, I never want to get cancer. I've seen people die of cancer and it's awful. I never want to put in that decision. So I'm going to have, I've got real, I've got this real good you know, reason and understanding. Once you've got the reason, correct, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which by the way, none of the above are aesthetic, right? Because it doesn't really matter. If your reason's right and you're able to construct a daily routine that allows you to achieve these things easily without struggle, without deprivation, without, you know, lack of sleep and huge amounts of stimulants and trying to get through a day and feeling like crap. Mm -hmm. Once you can get that in a place where you feel great and energized and positive and it's easy, one, you can't fall off, but two, you'll happily do it every single day because it gives you your best life. Yeah. But you feel yeah. happy along the way. Mm-hmm. And so I think it comes back <clears throat> way before the aesthetic thing. The aesthetic thing is just the wrong road. Right. right. Irrelevant. I agree with you. Right? So, it, so it just, what's your, it, yeah. What's your why? What's your why? Like lay, lay it out for me. Lay it out for the listeners. And then I'll share mine. Like what's your, why are you, I'll, I'll, I'll say obsessed. Um, I'll use that word because, but what? but this is a good, but this is a good obsession. Um, you know, <laughs> the, the charts that you look at, you know, all of your different x-rays, the MRIs, the supplements that you take, the blood work that you're, you know, that you're looking at every six months, right? Like you know how your health is at any given moment. I can ask you and you're, you're going to say this, 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 and this, I caught some brain matter here. Like you're, you got that. So what's your, what's your, why, why are you so uh, crazy about your health? You know what? There's a few different things. So one is that I want to be able to remember my children's names and who they are when I get older. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure, because I've got a gene that predisposes me to late onset Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want that to happen. And I want to make sure that I can still remember who my kids are. Mm-hmm. I also, one of my that drivers. Makes me, that makes life, it, that could, that, that, that if we talk about that for another minute, I'll cry. Yeah. But also I want to, here's my thing right so now coming up and we've spoken about this before in here but i'm nearer 60 than i am 50 right Mm -hmm. and i've got a four-year-old and as well as three other kids that are older but all of them are the same i want to be able to see what they become Mm. right so i want to see what they grow into and what they develop and what their life is about and how was it that i was able to um, influence them for it, hopefully for the better mm-hmm. and maybe you know save them some stress and trouble and you know I, and I want to see what I produced and what I could achieve through my children right mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really important to me and so for that I need to live a long time because I need to see them grow up but I want to remember when I get there I don't want to get there and be you know like who are you I don't really remember any of this and and then them looking at me going tragic that's tragic yeah, right and, yeah, and it's awful tragic. so and so I that's feel sorry a big, for anybody that anybody that's going through that or knowing someone that's going through that. Yeah. That's tragic. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing for me. And also, I want to influence as many people in this industry as possible. And I'm struggling right now with getting the right messaging out in a way that's impactful. Mm-hmm. And it's really pissing me off because I see such massive shortfalls in the health industry and the way people are looking at things. Mm-hmm. that is profiting Same. people hugely in the wrong way. 
mm-hmm. and, I, and and it, and it's driving me insane. And I, and, and I spent the last few weeks really trying to get in front of as many people as possible and try and give them this new out, this new look on things, which will hopefully we'll speak about in a bit. But yeah. the, the they're they're the kind of things that make me want to keep doing what I'm doing. And so trying to be as healthy as possible, be a good example, or at least understand why I should be doing some of these things. Mm-hmm. Now I'm okay in my kind of lifestyle. There's nothing that stresses me particularly, you know, I don't do exercise to within an inch of my life and kill myself. I don't um, go on, on, on a crazy mad dietary kind of protocol. I don't right. really restrict myself that much other than, I might keep my calories on the lower side because it's better for me. Um, so there's nothing there that really isn't doable every day, wherever mm-hmm. I am. And so that's kind of what drives me. Um, yeah, so let me ask you this. Here's my question for you. And, and that was great. And I hope that people are listening because I, I feel the same way as you. I want to live a really long time for my kids. Um, you know, I've seen lots of relatives suffer. My Aunt Rita, God bless her soul, just passed. She was hooked up to dialysis for the last two years yeah, of her life, yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. And uh, and then she just got tired and she says, you know what, take me off. I'm, I'm ready. I, I don't yeah, want to be don't. ready that way. You no. know, I don't want to be ready that way. Um, my Uncle Bill had Alzheimer's and, and he, you know, as he was passing, he didn't remember his kids. And so, you know, we, we share these things and, and yes, they be, they can, they can be sad and they are sad mm-hmm. at the same time. When I think of death, you know, my, one of my mentors, um, Eckhart Tolle says, uh, death has, it doesn't have to be a morbid thought. Death can actually be our greatest teacher. If we learn from death today about what to do today to live a longer life, right? Death can actually teach us a lot. People dying before us can teach us a lot if we take a step back and we actually learn from those things. Now, where I'm going with this is I want to live a really long time too. And I think, you know, as people are hearing this, right, like the bigger the reason, the bigger the result. And my question for you, Paul, in all of this is, you know, and I think a lot of people are wondering, like, do you have that written down? Do you think about that? Like, because it's really, really easy to get caught up in life. It's really, really easy to forget your why and go to Starbucks or McDonald's or grab a bang energy drink. It's really, really easy to do those things. And so how do you constantly remember why you're doing what you're doing, Paul? Is it written down? Is it just something you think about a lot? Uh, Okay. I, I don't have it written down. I don't personally need it written down. Because that's my identity. Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. wake me up at two o'clock in the morning out of sleep, I mean, I'll be pissed. But if you wake me up at two o'clock in the morning and ask me, what do I do for a living? I'll, t- I'll tell you. And if you tell me, why do you do it? I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I live. Right? That's just my life. That's who you are. Yeah. Yep. And, and, it's just, and it's just what it is. And I just find that that is the most productive way to be. Mm-hmm. If I needed to write things down to remember, mm-hmm. it's why I do this. It means mm-hmm. it's not the thing for me because mm-hmm. I should know that instinctively. Sure, you should. But the people that are listening right now, right, lawyers, doctors, teachers, whatever they do, yeah. right? And, and, yeah. we're, and we're, we all live busy lives and, and, you know, health takes a back seat. And so I yeah. think, right, like what can we share um, to help those people who don't eat it, breathe it, live it, sleep it yeah. like you? So, so, this like is, yeah. so, so this is the thing, right? So asking me do I have it written down and so on, it doesn't really work in this scenario. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about people that are not in the industry, mm-hmm. then for sure have things that remind you why this is. 
But at the same time, every day you should be almost having strategies that allow you to remember why you're doing it. In other words, mm -hmm. every time you sit down with your children and eat dinner, you should be looking at them and looking at their face and how they're eating and looking at, can you work out what they're thinking about and where's their, where's their mind, you know, how I happy are they? And, you mm -hmm. know, just like really absorbing that, that time together. We don't have enough of that time because it will go damn quick. Trust me, right? And so, so, so by, by doing those things, how do I appreciate this stuff? This is what I love about being in front of my daughter or my son or whatever it is. This is what I want to do with, with my business or my work colleagues or my patients or whatever it is that they do. How do you bring the best of yourself? Mm -hmm. Once that's the goal, how do I bring the best of myself and have this happy, fulfilling life? Those other things mm -hmm. all start to make more sense much more easily. Because you go, well, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to choose the green juice over the triple macchiato latte foam syrup. Seven pumps. What, whatever pumps it is. Of, yeah, right? I don't even know but what that is. It's not a decision, though. It's not a decision anymore. Because right. it, right. right. it doesn't sit right. with you. Right. I want to go back to Alzheimer's very quickly because it's something I looked at the other day. I was on... Um, oh, I'm not going to go down the road here. Right, so... How long is the road, Paul? How long is the road? It's, it's <laughs> yeah. so long, right? Some of your roads, some of your roads are long, bro. Yeah. So this is the principle. <laughs> principle very quickly. On Facebook, and I'm looking at. So I'm I'm in a lot of cancer um, groups, some Alzheimer's groups, and, and certain other things because I treat those things or I work with people with those things, and therefore I can I can hopefully comment some useful stuff in there, right? <clears throat> but I'm, I'm looking at this thing yesterday. Alzheimer's prevention groups, members, you know, you can scroll down. How many members are there? It's like three, seven, two, 38, like nothing, right? Alzheimer's prevention, Alzheimer's care groups. In other words, things, people have got the Alzheimer's and then these are people that haven't to deal really with the outcome. Point. Yep. Yep. Tens of thousands of right. people. They're worried about it only when they get it, not before they get it. No one's in the prevention groups. Right. They, they're not even oh, seeing fuck, it. I got it. Right, right, right. right. But, mm -hmm. but now I've got cancer, everyone's in this group, right? Right. And prevention, no one. Right. And prevention and me, doesn't sell. Prevention doesn't sell. Yeah, well, it doesn't. But I'll tell you what, it makes a big difference to your life if your goal is to be this you. amazing example to your children or whatever it is, right? Right, right. So this is the first thing, <clears throat> excuse me. Firstly, <clears throat> excuse me, prevention, um, definitely somewhere you need to focus on, not the end goal right now. How do I do the very best I can for me right now so that these things do not become a problem? Secondly, for God's sake, stop posting in groups asking for the answer to your problems examples clicking through a group woman goes this is a cancer group um yeah someone says i read a thing that said vitamin c you you, you mentioned vitamin c being high uh, sorry being useful how much do you take and someone else comes in and says you need to take vitamin c up to what's called bowel tolerance um because if you take too much vitamin c you get diarrhea you shit your pants yeah and and um and and um, and then try and take as much as you can. 
Okay, thanks. This is what the problem is with this, right? Very important people understand. <clears throat> the advice that was given was completely wrong. Vitamin C is an antioxidant, and it works very well as an antioxidant. It takes away free radicals, and it's very useful in a healthy environment. But for vitamin C to be useful to cancer, you have to take so much of it, it becomes a pro-oxidant. So it actually does the opposite of what it's supposed to do, mm -hmm. and it becomes bad for you. But what it does is it creates a bad environment for the cancer to grow. And you can only do that by taking it as IV. You can't take it orally. There's no chance you can take enough because you need to take between 60 and 100 grams a time, right? Twice a week. So someone comes in and says, take it orally. You can maybe take 10 grams a day, 20 grams maybe. Sure. And what are they taking? Asorbic acid, which is but, but, trash. But what, that, but, but what that's going to do is fuel the environment for the cancer, not bring it down. Mm -hmm. So now that woman's going, oh, that's what I've got to do. Yeah. And so what's happened is they've taken this stupid piece of advice as a one-off thing, completely out of context or anything, and it's going to make them worse. Mm -hmm. Now, on top of that, so uh, there was another one where someone's talking about, oh, I've got constipation, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm suffering with constipation. And I'm looking through the, the thread. And what's it telling her? Take magnesium. All the usual suspects, right? Take magnesium eat more fiber, drink more water. These are the things you need to do. Have a, have a Epsom salt bath, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? And, and it's gone on for ages, this thread. No, and, and at the end of it, I've just gone, can I just say, your problem is not constipation. That's a symptom of your underlying digestive issue. Don't treat the constipation. Find out what's causing the problem in the first place. Mm-hmm. To do that, you need to know what to look for, how to look for it, and look at all the other relevant information that would have caused that. Mm -hmm. So stop looking for the answer to your problem in a Facebook group and start going to asking people who know what they're talking about, how do I properly get to the bottom of this? The same thing that you're talking about falling off is because they're looking at this superficial, what's the, the what's that end goal thing I need to you know, I need to get to, I've got to lose a hundred pounds, which is a great goal, by the way, but it's not about losing the hundred pounds. It's about changing yeah. that whole aspect and the lifestyle around doing the healthy stuff. And that hundred pound will come off. Right. Right. So, so a couple of things I want to plug you really quickly. So for the people that are listening, Paul's contact information is always in the show notes. If you have the challenges that we're talking about on here, know somebody get in touch with Paul first and foremost, like if I, ever have any challenges with anything related to my health, my mom, my cousins, my brothers, my sisters, my fiance, we all call Paul. So you do. I spent two hours on the, on the phone to your mother today. Did you? This afternoon. God. I love it. She's I love lovely. It. I love your mother. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's, she's awesome. So, so that's great. I hear prevention, prevention, prevention. I'm also hearing weight loss, your six pack, your big butt, your triceps, your big biceps, your huge pectoral muscles. That is all a side benefit. Looking good is a side benefit to putting your health first. Here's a crazy stat, and then I want to frame this for people because we've got step one. Step one, we've nailed it. What is, what's your lens? How are you looking at your health? 
right? And the bigger the reason, the bigger the result. So what I'm going to do is, as I'm going to encourage everybody on who's listening to this right now, I'm going to encourage you to get a pad of sticky notes at some point today. If you don't have them in your house, order them, go to Office Depot, wherever you're going to go, get a packet of sticky notes. And then tonight, before you go to bed, because if you don't do it tonight, you will forget tomorrow, is I want you to write your reason, bullet point, write a sentence, three sentences, a paragraph on that sticky note. Your why can no longer be because you want a six pack. Your why can no longer be because you want to look good in a bathing suit. Your why can no longer be because you want to lose weight solely. Those are now side benefits. Why? What's the bigger reason as to why you want to change your health? So that's, that's step one. And what I will say to you is if you write, write that reason down and at some point in the next you know, short period of time, few days, weeks, whatever it is, you find yourself still eating the ice cream, that's not the right reason anymore. No, like that was never the right reason. You've got to change the reason. So don't be afraid to get it wrong a couple of times yes, and refine absolutely. it and refine it and refine Love it. That. Yes. It's a work in progress, just like your health, just like this is a journey, Always. right? Yeah. This is in my mind, like we're here on this beautiful exploration of thyself, right? To be as healthy as we can be, to be as wealthy as we can be, to be as happy as we can be. Notice I said happy last. It's not the last thing. It's the first thing. Be happy now. Right, we talk about that, but in in uh, in you know, sort of some feedback as to what you just said about the ice cream tub, or take the sticky note and put it on the fucking ice cream tub, <laughs> right? Like, get this sticky note and put it everywhere. Put it on your. My, my question, your, yeah. my question is, what's your ice cream tub doing in the house in the first place? True story, true story. But if it is because your <laughs> husband is not on board yet or you got to take care of your kids because they've, yeah. right? Because this is an evolution. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Again, right? And I'm going to pull you up on this one. This is, <laughs> this is, I'll ha listen, I hear this too yep. much. Yep. Oh, I've got to take care of my kids. They like ice cream. Do they? Okay, let's have a discussion about that, shall we? What are you teaching them about food and what's good for you, what's bad for you? the reward of food right and oh they're making a noise give, give them something to eat give, give, give them a give them a chocolate give them give them a, a biscuit whatever it is right starburst gushers that, that, whatever whatever they are right that it's like yeah. you're you're if if your children are playing up or they're you know annoyed about something or just being crazy and you give them food of any kind it sets off a neurological reward system that says food, reward, food, reward, food, reward, mm -hmm. or food, attention, food, attention, food, attention. And attention is comforting, rewarding, wherever it is. So you do not give them food when they're having a breakdown or, or a meltdown or behaving you know, badly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you don't say to them things like, if you clean your room, you can have the candy. Because you put in the direct thing about do something good, reward yourself with this. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with saying every so often, hey, I'll bake some of these cookies for you. You can have one if you want. Randomly, you go, okay. It means nothing. It's not, it's not linked to anything then. Mm -hmm. But you can still have the stuff occasionally. But try not to link it to that. Anyway, sorry. We don't, yeah, we don't no, rest. I love it. I love it. So, so first things first, frame. 
belief, your belief system up about getting healthy, right? The reason why it didn't work in the past is because your reason wasn't big enough and it was too surface. All right. Well, it was it's the wrong reason. Because, that's all. Just the wrong yeah, reason. Right, right. Right. But but I know people are going into this like, oh my gosh, I fail. I fail every time. This is just going to be one of those times again. No, this is going to be a different time because now your reason, you've anchored it to something much, much bigger. The bigger the reason the bigger the result. So now that we're thinking about framing and we're thinking about your why, we're thinking about anchoring it to something more substantial. And we realize that that something substantial can no longer be how you look and that your looks are a side benefit to doing the things that we're about to talk about. Now, I want to create a quick frame for people, something super simple for the people that have just hopped on and who maybe didn't listen to episode one or three or five when we're talking about the three by five diet, because we've covered a lot of things. And in all of these episodes, if you go back and instead of binge watching your favorite show on Netflix, you decide to binge listen to our podcast and you come back up to this place, you're going to have everything you need with a new anchor now from this episode to just absolutely crush your health. And I believe that. Do you believe that? Yeah, absolutely. And and it will give you just a, a new understanding as to what has to happen for you to actually be healthy. And it's not as it, it's not what you think it is. You know, there are many very depressed, miserable, suicidal people with a six pack, mm-hmm. right? They've got all this look or whatever else is, and they're still not happy. True. What is the point? Yeah. Right. It's, it's you're missing what the real point of life is happy and fulfilling. Right. And, to be happy and fulfilled, you have got to serve yourself and serve others in a big way. Well, and I don't so, know anybody that has lost, lost. <clears throat> I'm talking about lost their health that is happy and fulfilled. I don't know one person. Mate, if you if you don't have your health, well, no, sorry. If you have your health, you have a thousand goals. If you don't have your health, you have one goal. Amazing. Mic right? drop, right? And, Mic and, drop. And, and that's it. Yep. And so you have to have that. Yep. So when you focus on getting it back and then and, and then creating this routine, if you want to call it that, or creating this lifestyle that allows you to keep it as easy as possible by doing it in the right way, then it's very, very simple. It's, it's what I work with with patients all the time. It's not just about we've got to fix your stuff from a health perspective. Is how do we get you to live this amazing, fulfilling life mm-hmm. and give you the capacity to notice these amazing things and then be able to experience it every day. That's a big part of, of treating people, not just let's get rid of your viral load, your bacterial load, do your mold, get your toxins out, you know, get your cholesterol down, get your brain functioning properly. Well, that, that's fine, but it's the other stuff that really creates this amazing life for you, which is where people need to be focusing. That's got to be their reason why. It's like you're only here for a short time. It might as well be amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's yep, not going to be amazing. It's not going to be amazing eating pizza and weighing three hundred pounds. No, and here's a crazy stat. I think I think I'm not sure if it's 55 years old or 65 years old. I'll just say 55. The average American, 55 years and older, is on 16 different medications. 16. Yeah, it's cool. Man. One gets rid of one gets improves digestion, while the one that you take to improve digestion gives you cramps in your toe. Yeah. Right. And yeah, then the yeah, one that yeah. you take for the cramps in your toe gets rid of the cramps in your toes, but gives you fucking migraines. And then someone's you take the one to get rid of the migraines. Lot. What? <laughs> what? Someone's making a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Just make but one to think take about care this, of everything. Mike. But Mike, here's the thing, right? You've got to understand this as well. Not you, but people have to understand this. 
there's a huge financial incentive behind people being sick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, I mean, I drugs know. that don't cure anything are very valuable to pharmaceutical companies. Statins do not cure high cholesterol because if you stop taking them, your cholesterol will still be going up again. So it hasn't cured the problem. It just brings down the, the cholesterol on your blood test. But the problem with that is because it's treating the symptom, symptoms, high cholesterol, give them a statin, bring it down. That's great. The thing that caused the high cholesterol in the first place, the inflammation, the whatever problem right. has not been dealt with, which means your cholesterol numbers are lower. So your doctor says you're fine. And then you go and die of some other problem because you never fixed the other thing that was going on. And there's a, it's a fact statin users have a higher all-cause mortality rate than non-statin users. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's actually a bad thing to do. But if you're on a statin at the age of 40 because you've got high cholesterol, you're on it for life. Let's say we get another 40 years out of you. That's a customer for life, 40 years. It's amazing. The lifetime value, and I know e-commerce and I know brand building. Right? Imagine the lifetime value of hey, someone of being customer. on detox organics, who, daily superfoods for 40 years. Holy who comes shit. back every month because they feel as though they have to. Now, time, now times that by 16 because the average 55-year-old is on 16 of those. Yep. 16 times, of those. And times it by 200 million Americans. What? Good days work, right? Crazy. Crazy. But, but when you've got that much in, influence, you know, if there's that much money behind it, right. it's very, very, you know, commercially, it's a very bad idea for people to realize what really health is about. You mm-hmm. need to be medicated. This will fix your problems and it will allow you to go on living the life you live. Mm-hmm. That's not cool because no. you've created this poor life and all they're doing is keeping you sick but alive. If you want to be sick and alive, by all means, that's not going to that's not going to make you happy. I promise you. No. And here's the thing: keep listening to this podcast because this is the energy that we're going to bring. We're going to keep shoving this shit in your face. So you want to be healthy? Listen to this podcast every two weeks. We're going to do every two weeks for the listeners until because I'm in the process of moving. I've got a lot of stuff to figure out. So every two weeks you will have a new episode until we can get back to weekly. But stay on these podcasts. Stay on Paul's social media, which will put. below check into my social media right you need to be in an environment you have to put yourself in an environment and if your home environment isn't conducive to your success and you don't have a lot of people that value your health the way that you do yet because you haven't been the example long enough to give people the confidence to follow you because a lot of people are like oh my gosh my mom she doesn't get it well how many times have you jumped off and on a diet of course she doesn't get it because this is the thing that you're trying again not the thing that you've committed to doing for your life so if you have a poor environment that's not conducive to your healthy success that means you need to find an environment online that is conducive Check in with Paul's social media. Get on a phone call with Paul. Get on my social media. Listen to these. Get on some books so that you're constantly reinforcing the, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be healthy. Now you have your post-it notes laying around. Now you have that visual cue of, this is why I'm doing it. And hopefully that's enough to motivate you to start thinking about the five things that I want to talk about you, talk about with you really quickly, Paul. The five-step framework that people can just sort of wrap their head around to take 
just a couple of first steps as opposed to train for 90 minutes and do, uh, uh, you know, uh, salads every day. Like that's, we're starting over. Sleep, hydration status, movement, food and nutrition, and stress. So if you have this checklist, right, in front of you and you're saying, okay, how did I do on sleep? How did I do on hydration status, exercise? These are five things that I think people should pay attention to, pay attention to every single day. Would yeah, you agree? Well, is, there, is there anything that I missed? Um, I think the, the big element that's missing is uh, recognizing the value and the amazing things in life every day. Because when you're when you're back to a checklist, your focus is the checklist. Mm -hmm. Good point. You no, know, I've got to tick this off. I've got to tick this. Oh, I didn't get to sleep last night. Oh no, how am I going to do that? And then you're stressing over that stuff, and it and it removes you from just recognizing what amazing things life has, mm -hmm. and and it can be the most stupid little things. But when you're when you're focusing just on the checklist, you you tend to miss those things. Now, I think you should have some parameters to remind you like, oh yeah, I've got to get my hydration up. Let me drink my drink or let me do my little bit of activity today that I need to do. And I've got to do that. No problem. But here's the thing that I think can really work well is you get your diary and you block out times that you're going to do these certain things. So for me, for example, I block out lunch every day. In my diary, I'm, and I live in my diary, okay? So if it's not in my diary, it's never happening. I can tell you now. I just have too much going on for me to wing it and just see how the day goes, unless it's the weekend. Right? Monday to Friday, that's how it works. And I, I start work at 10 a.m. and I finish at 5. No, I don't. I finish at 4, really. But anyway, 10 to 5, so. so. And I'll have an hour lunch in between somewhere because I need to put in that time. If I don't, this is what used to happen. Intention is there gonna lunch and sit down and what happened everything got away with itself and i end up grabbing something convenient quick for lunch throwing it down myself really quickly because i've got to jump on another call or i've got to do something or i'm a bit behind or whatever else it is and that went on for about two months i mean hang on this is not cool book the time out an hour there's nothing can happen in that hour that's that important i'm gonna make my food well right? i'm not gonna have a some sort of pre-made thing whatever it is i'm going to make it and eat it in that hour and i'm going to spend time in that hour getting into my parasympathetic nervous system which is that rest digest recover just breathe relax spend some time doing something completely nothing to do with work just you know distract myself and doing whatever i want to do there's nothing is going to disturb that time for me because that's important to me right now, okay, so that's booked in. I have my training sessions booked in through the week. They're booked out. Nothing can happen in those times. That's it. It's done. I've got on my desk at this particular time, I have a teapot and I have tea. And this is this particular one is a, called an oolong gaba tea, right, which is a particular one that's good for neurotransmitters of a particular kind. And I'll sit there and I'll drink it because that's what I want to drink today. So that's all there in front of me. I can't miss that. Mm -hmm. Sleep, I know I stop eating at about half past six at night. I go to bed at about 10 and I will sleep through and I'll get my the best sleep I can get because that's what I know I can do. Nothing for me to do there. 
And then stress management, when your day's pretty well organized and you're and you feel like you're under in control of stuff, not that much stress comes in. Because stress is often caused by not being confident in what you're doing is the right thing for you. Is this the right diet? Is this the right type of training? Am I why am I not getting my sleep? Why have I got this pain in my side? Why am I always bloated? Why am I constantly, you know, whatever it is. I've tried all these things, nothing works. That's the stuff that brings stress. Mm-hmm. But when that's not there, kind of stress isn't that bad. And then you can spend time, you know, meditating, relaxing, deep breathing, and just enjoying things. So for me, no tick box there, no checklist, because it's all incorporated into the day. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But so, so yes, yes. But I so, think you should start with the list. Start right. with the list for sure. Let me ask you this. Let me let me let me pose this for the for the listeners because I really want to give the listeners who have fallen off, think they need to start over, and are just they're just trying to grasp at anything, right? They're searching online right now for the answers. They're on uh, a, a couple of fitness pages on Instagram, where they're just like so fed up. They they need a place to start. I think the frame is good. The post-it notes are good. The bigger the reason, the bigger the result is good. The the I'm not doing this for aesthetics anymore. I'm doing this for a bigger reason. So I think that's the best place to start. Now, what I want to bring in is this awareness. And so what I am proposing, and you tell me what you think, Monday through Friday, right? You are now more aware of of your health because now you have a, a bigger reason. It's written down. It's in front of you. You're focused on it. You're thinking about it. You're seeing it. Put it in your car, your rearview mirror. Put it in your bathroom mirror. Put it on your favorite foods. Put it on your refrigerator door. Seriously, like if you want to get healthy, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you truly want to get healthy, stop making excuses and do exactly what I said because the more you see this post-it note, the more you're going to be reminded the more awareness that you're going to feel and see, the better your chances. So now, Monday through Friday, we've got a checklist. We say sleep, hydration status or water, movement. I won't even say exercise. Don't exercise for the first month. Move. Just activity. Just activity. Just move. That's all it is. Just move. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so then you've got food and nutrition and you've got stress. So in my mind, right, these are the five buckets. Monday through Friday, you're more <laughs> aware of these things. This is your checklist. You get to Friday. Friday night, Friday night, whatever it is, and now you look back on your week and you say, this week, did I get a little bit more sleep than I did last week? This week, is my water consumption up? This week, did I move a little bit more than I did last week? This week, was my food, did I have one less soda a day? Did I have one less processed meal a day? Did I have one more salad a day? Did I get more greens in, right? And then stress. Was I stressed out? Was I more stressed? Did I read a book? Did I meditate a little bit? Did I stretch? Did I do yoga? And at the end of this week, we can start to rate ourselves. And then week over week over week, our goal isn't try, trying to kill ourselves or to get healthy in one week. It's to bring this awareness in and to just week over week, get a little better in all of these areas. Yeah. What's your thought process behind that? Well, I, 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 I agree. I think you, you just need to make progress in the right direction. And then that gives you the confidence that what you're doing is working. And then when you've got that, that stress element becomes much less. But what I will say is, um, and you weren't saying this, but a lot of people do think it is, I'll do it Monday to Friday and the weekend, all bets are off. Point. I'm glad you caught right? that. Yep. And, and the weekend is not some magical time where calories don't count or sleep doesn't count or alcohol is free 
or whatever else it is, the weekend is the same as any other day of the week. And so if you are, you know, on point Monday to Friday and then Saturday and Sunday, you just let loose. You're just undoing everything you ever did. Mm-hmm. And, and nothing good comes out of it. If you're still having to distract yourself from your life with drink, drugs, food, whatever it is at the weekend, there's something wrong fundamentally with what's going on still. Mm-hmm. And that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of it. It's just like, it's just not cool for you right now. You've got something going on that isn't serving you. Mm-hmm. Once you can get that done, you don't want to go off track at the weekend because you love your life so much. It's, this is what I want to do. Why do I want to wake up with a hangover? I've got other things I want to do, right? I need to get up and have energy and, and crush the day because every day is amazing. Why do I want to spend half of it in bed with a hangover or, or in McDonald's eating the breakfast because I feel so crap? It's the only thing I think is going to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. No, that's, there's still something going on there. Mm-hmm. And, and again, if that's how you are and that's how you feel, then just have a look at what's going on there and, and start making some steps towards fixing it. That's good advice. Well, we're at the hour mark, Paul. I think we've covered a lot of ground. These are the episodes, as the listeners have probably heard the passion um, and a lot more from me on these types of episodes. You know, I've been in this space, as you know, Paul, for a decade, which isn't, which is just a fraction of the time that you've been in. Um, I've learned under you. You've been a great mentor in my life. And, and so I, uh, I love health and fitness. The, the thing that I love most, though, and, and the, the topics that I love to talk about most is really this component, though. It's, it's the mindset component. It's, yeah, the, yeah. it's the mental and emotional stability. It's, it's, it's really this because I know once you fix this, you fix everything. And so people over the last decade would come to me like, Michael, I just, you know, I, I want to look good. I want to look like you. I want six pack. I want a big butt. I want triceps, biceps, whatever it is, right? I've heard it all. How, how, how do you get your back to look like that? How do you get your shoulders to look like that, right? They're, they're coming to me with all of these things. And so I understand look good, feel good. I understand because I do feel a lot better when I look better. At the same time, I realized though through the last decade that you don't need another diet. You don't need another exercise program. What you need is a mental shift, a mindset shift. That's what everybody needs who isn't healthy or can't seem to lose the weight. It's not another yeah. diet or yeah. weight loss plan. And, and, and I'm not against the look good, feel good. Don't get Same. me wrong, right? right. I, I, I get that. But don't do it because you think if you look good, your happiness will come because it won't. Right. Because that's not the real you. And you put yourself in a position that's temporary, it's not sustainable, and it will make you even more depressed when you're no longer 8%, 7% body fat. Trust me, I've done it. It's miserable. Miserable. And, I've done it too. And, it's and miserable. No, nothing good comes out of it, right? But you can look good at any age and be fit and well and energetic and have clear a kind of cognitive function and be passionate about something and be happy and fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then... What else do you want to do? You know, there, there isn't anything else that you're really craving now because you've got everything every day and you're just enjoying it. That look good, I agree. Don't walk around looking like Bill Gates and then tell everybody you've got to get vaccinated and, oh, shit. you know, and, and, and have the biggest... Shots fired. Right, because, listen, here's another thing, right, that I've learned in life. Yeah. Just because somebody's very, very, very good, world-class at something, does not mean they're world-class at something else. Sure, sure. 
Right? I'm not taking so just, health advice from Bill Gates. I'm sorry. But and 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 and, and you shouldn't tell you, you should never take computer advice from me. Right? right. I'm telling you now because I know nothing about it other than it's ones and zeros, and apparently you put it in a certain order and things work. That's it. Right. Right. There are some very very smart guys out there that can make computers do all sorts of lovely things. Wonderful. Have it. Have your billions. I don't care. But don't tell me now that you know everything about health right. for the world. Sorry, I'm not having it, right? And right. so same thing. Don't... Beyonce is another one that just comes to mind, right? Beyonce, you want to learn how to sing? Cool. Go to some Beyonce's master classes, but don't take health advice from Beyonce, right? I mean, I didn't know she gave health advice. That's the first I've heard. Yeah. But... Oh, she's a, she's a, a, an advocate for veganism, and she's not creating. Oh. She's not helping people think about it. She's just like vegan. Just go vegan, right? And right. of course, it's the Beyond Burgers and it's the bullshit. It's not like vegetables and raw, like raw vegetables. Like, like yeah, if you're yeah, going yeah. to do become a vegan, like do it the right way. It's just that. And so yeah. like, you just brought right. up a really good point that, you know, yeah. I'm not coming to you for computer programming, Paul. I'm sorry. Like I yeah. got wait, you know, I got people, I got really smart guys in India who are great at it. I'm not coming to you for that. I'm coming yeah. to you for health. Yeah. And, 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 but this is the thing. It's, it's really important again, just because someone's uber successful at something does not mean that they that they are the same throughout everything else that they talk about. Mm. And as much as they might think they are, it's a very, very different thing. You've got to live this thing to understand it properly. And, you know, it's important to keep a right perspective on things. Mm. Um, for us, for me, health is just the way you have to be. And this is what is so frustrating. Again, I'm going to say it. People are looking at it from a symptom perspective. Just how do I treat that symptom? What's the one thing I need? What's the magic potion? Blah, blah, blah. And no one's really looking at it from this. Okay. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I need to find somebody who knows what they're doing, pay them money and get them to fix me. That's where you need to, that needs to be your default with this. It's like me saying, I need to build a house. What? Right. Where do I start? I oh, know. I'll go online, right? And I'll look up. I'll, I'll, I'll look up how to build a house on YouTube. That'll tell me. And then I'll go in a Facebook group and ask them, "Do you honestly think that house is going to be standing in five weeks' time?" Right? The whole thing will collapse because I won't have a clue what I'm doing. Right. So same as just it's the same as. Would you go to your dentist if he said, "Yeah, I learned everything I know from Google and YouTube. Come sit down in my chair." <laughs> You'd be like. Uh, do you know what? I think I'm busy. I need to go and find somebody else. Yeah. Because, yeah. but that's what that people are doing with their own health. I know. They're just going YouTube, Google, whatever it is, Facebook. That'll tell me what the thing is. Instagram. I'll just get. I'll, I'll get. I'll. I'll find out how to do this. Yeah. Really. I, I should. It's, yeah. It's 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 a big big issue. People are not getting on top of. And then when it comes to this whole falling off, you're falling off because your initial motivation was completely wrong in the first place yeah when it's right you don't fall off and like you said I, get your get your checklist together create that life around it and you'll be good and get that freaking post-it note tonight but yeah get your post-it notes man seriously like the people that are healthy the people that want to do this we're giving you simple solutions if you don't do it it's on you and so i hope you know my biggest hope here is that we're a breath of fresh air for the industry and for the people that are are yearning for real truth and real health information. I know the feedback has just been tremendous. And I, I just you know, want to take a second to, to thank all of, of the listeners and subscribers. Yeah. We're getting tons of feedback. We started out slow, but the, the 
plays, the downloads, they're continuing to grow. I know people are sharing it like crazy. And so I just hope, right, that that we become that source, the, 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 what you just said, right? You go on YouTube and you go here and you bounce around. I'm hoping that people stop bouncing around with regards to their health and they realize that we're two guys that actually care and want to serve people in the capacity that we believe is the best for them and not the best for our pocketbook and for profit. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, this is something I'm going to ask anyone that is listening for help on this. I want to get my message to people as, as far and wide as possible. I think there needs to be a massive cultural shift in the perspective people have about what it really takes to be healthy. And so if you want me to speak at your work, if you want me to speak at your local community, if you want me to oh, talk, if you that. run a show, if you run a show and you want me to go on it, wherever it is, just reach out and let me know. I cannot fly to the US and come out and speak to your company, but what I can do is be online and talk and be anywhere in the world. You know, my business is global, so I have the ability to do it. If you want me to speak or you want me just to, you know, pass a message or, or, or just open people's eyes to a slightly different perspective, I'm more than happy to do it. A man that's on a, on a real mission to serve and to change the, the health and wellness of this world. I love you, brother. Can't be done, man. Otherwise, yep. you know, what's the, what's your alternative? Yeah, no, right. I know it's it's about the legacy. Yeah. So for the people that are still listening, we're going to finish here. But the, for, the, for the people that are still listening, we appreciate you. We love you. If you would do us a favor and leave us a review, um, hit the subscribe. If you're watching us on YouTube, hit share. Send this episode, right? This is like that starting over or how to get started. Or if I've fallen off, what do I do next? This is that episode. And because there are people falling off literally every single weekend and starting over every single Monday, there is someone that you know in your life right now other than yourself that needs this information, that needs this episode. So I just pray that if you're still listening, that you will share this episode. And for the people that are are listening to this episode for the first time, I pray that you go back and you binge listen to all 13 episodes because they're useful, they're insightful, they're informative, and they're absolutely, if you implement the knowledge that we have given you over the last 13 weeks, you will improve your health, you will live a lot longer, and it will be a beautiful, beautiful life. I, I just want to quickly shout out nick frigo mate i'm really sorry we've gone every two weeks not every week because he, he he did message me and went man i've missed one of your episodes surely what what's going on because he uses it when he goes out for a walk every morning and stuff so i want to just say listen we will be back weekly but right we'll now it's going to be every two weeks and um and thanks for being one of the, the great people to listen along with everyone else yeah. and, and nick's, nick's been he's, following he's cool, me man. i think he's been following me from the very beginning and yeah. his life has changed drastically. So cool. Shout out to Nick. I love you, Paul. Thanks for sharing. Uh, thanks yeah, for the, the, the truth. Even though sometimes the truth hurts, we're giving you truth on this, on this podcast, no matter what. So you're not going to come here and, and get the, the latest and greatest test booster or, or you know, ab exercises that are going to drop belly fat tomorrow, but you are going to get a healthy dose of truth. And if you apply it, we just, we know, we know what's going to happen. Paul, you know what's going to happen. You've seen it. I've seen it. A tremendous amount of time. So, good man. Listen, can't wait for the next one. All good. All righty, you guys and girls. Thanks for listening. Take care. We love you.